welcome back to another episode of D3 Pod. I am Alexis, joined with, of course, Mikey and Nate. Uh, we are headed into week 17 of the NBA. We have trade deadlines that just ended today at 3 p.m., so we have a ton to talk about. Um, we can just go ahead and get right into it. We're going to start with, I feel like, the biggest trade that has happened. Uh, ben Simmons and um, James Harden got traded, James Harden to the 76ers, Ben to the Nets. How are we feeling? It's been a lot going on today. I feel like that's a win-win for both sides, but I feel like it's a bigger win for Brooklyn. I think getting Seth Curry in that deal is big too. So it's like huge. With when you're 76ers, you don't got um Ben Simmons playing anyway. We haven't talked about his last podcast. When the when the rumors first popped up about James Harden not being happy, you know, mm-hmm. and it turned like quick though. Like I know the trade deadline was coming up, but it gained traction real quick and it ended up happening. So yeah, Philly, you don't got Ben Simmons playing anyway. So you deal him off with Seth Curry and uh, I think there's one other player and I'm not sure, but uh, for James Harden, so it's a win for you because you actually got somebody who's gonna play some games now. Do you guys feel like Simmons going into the Nets? How do you feel like his attitude is going to be? I hope he, I hope he knows that it's it's a win now situation. I mean, mm-hmm. once KD comes back, and he, I think the pressure's off of him in Brooklyn. That's why I think it was a perfect trade for Brooklyn to get a guy like Ben Simmons. You know, what they lack is defense, and you know. KD is a great defender, but, you know, everybody else kind of isn't. So when you get another elite defender like Simmons, a guy who distributes the ball and can bring it up as a point guard, you can move Kyrie to the two. Um, he's better as a shooting guard anyway. He's not really, you know, you know, with the ball in his hands, he, he creates his own shots and all that. But um, I think this is the least pressure situation for Simmons, just because all that late game stuff, it's going to go to KD, it's going to go to Kyrie, and he doesn't have to worry about having that on his shoulders. How do you guys feel the chemistry is going to be? Be fine. You play with some of the best players in the world. You, it'll hopefully turn up fine. As long as your name's not Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's another thing too. I mean, the the big you know, Harden, Kyrie, and KD only played sixteen games together this whole year and a half that they've been on the same team. So um, I'm sure Simmons can be a little, you know, more consistent in that aspect. Because these guys are just too injury prone, and then now with Kyrie playing half the games, even though I know in Chicago they just lifted the mandate starting, you know, I think the 28th of February. So maybe New York is going to lift it soon too, and then Kyrie can start coming playing at these home games. Yeah, and on top of that, I was reading that um, the fine that they would get for Kyrie playing is like five thousand a game or something like that, right? Oh wow, something like that, but. We, I know we were talking about when they get to playoffs, so they're the five-seater higher. That's probably what they would shoot for. I think Janessa would be perfectly fine paying $5,000 for a playoff game to get Kyrie, you know. So I feel like either way, he's probably going to beat her every single playoff game no matter what. And then another thing with that trade, though, that I feel like Brooklyn won with is they got Andre Drummond. And since they traded Jerry Allen, I feel like they've not had a real, like, uh, like a real big, you know. They have LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin playing center at times like it'll work for some people but they're not gonna sit there and go out and try to guard like Joel and beat out rebound him and stuff like that mm-hmm. so and they got two first round picks out of it for James Harden who's what 32 33 now yeah. and 
has injuries sometimes, you know, hamstring injuries and all that. So I think Brooklyn got the better part of the trade. But, I mean, again, Philly will actually get a player that's going to play for him. So. Yeah, true. And, and, and that's going to be deadly in the pick and roll with him. And, you know, everybody's been talking about that. That's the first thing I thought when they get they got Harden in there with Embiid. I mean, that pick and roll is going to be deadly. Um, it's going to be hard to defend. I mean, you know, I think we're going to see Harden from his Houston Rocket days. And I think the hamstring is going to be just fine in Philly. <laughs> yeah, Eastern Conference playoffs just got a lot different. Ten times more interesting. Yeah. 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 Do you guys see Harden um, in Philadelphia for long? I guess, I guess as long as Maury's there, right? Yeah, I, I heard he was picking up his player option, a $47.3 million player option, something like that. Yeah. Crazy money, but so you at least got him for this season and next season. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens after that. You never know it. You never know it like today's NBA kind of NFL. Yeah. Players move around a lot more, so. We'll see. We'll see if he likes it because I thought his Brooklyn stay was going to be a lot longer than it was. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah, I did too. You never know. Yeah. Well, another, I guess, trade that didn't happen that we were hoping would happen, uh, Lakers did not do anything as far as uh, Russell Westbrook. Um, kind of almost like their last chance to wave that white flag, get something rolling. What do you feel like now the Lakers are going to be working with. We've seen what they've been doing, but yeah, they're going to, have to work with what they got. But I feel like I feel like the morale is like so low in LA right now. Like you have LeBron James, AD, Russell Westbrook, all of them, and you have a worse record than LA Clippers, who have been Kawhi this all season, and PG's been hurt. Like mm-hmm. that's. That's ridiculous, honestly. But yeah, they just kind of. I think they know they don't really have much of a chance. I feel like that's how they feel, especially with like I don't know if you guys saw LeBron's comments the other night about if they could be on the same level as the Bucks. Oh yeah, they're not even close. Yeah, like it's like, even if even if you're not like as a, at a competitive standpoint, I would feel like you, not just be like nah, not at all, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like I feel like mentally they're not there. Yeah, I know uh, Bron was, he had made a comment about Damian Lillard and, you know, wanting him. Do you feel like he kind of had a say-so in this trade deadline or they kind of like excluded Bron out and just really went with, you know, yeah, not so, Bron Who knows? Because he had a lot of say getting Westbrook in, in here. And that didn't work out, and everybody saw that quickly. So maybe the front office is finally like, all right, you know what? We got it from here. <laughs> we're we're, mm-hmm. we're going to look for what we can, but if nothing's there, nothing's there. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see, like, how that how that goes on inside inside of their organization. Because, like, Bron's been playing GM for, like, a decade now. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Um Moving on to the throughout the trade deadline, um, we have Porzingis was traded. I know that was a big one today. Um, thoughts on that, Mike? Um, I'm, wait, what? <laughs> Porzingis got traded. Oh, Porzingis. Porzingis. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, uh, hit and miss on it. I like Spencer Dinwiddie. 
I like Dinwiddie too. That's going to be a, a weird combination with him and Luca. I mean, you know, Dinwiddie's been kind of handling the ball over in Washington, and then Porzingis. I mean, he he's been passed around just as much as Harden feels like lately in, in Westbrook. But um, I don't know. I don't really like that as a fit for the, the Mavericks. And then as far as the Wizards, uh, you know, Porzingis is probably a better fit. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just a kind of a weird trade. And plus with Bradley Beal being out, I think, for the rest of the year, if I'm not mistaken, or he, he's probably going to be sitting. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't even know what Washington's trying to do, to be honest. Going back, to, going back real quick to the Mavs, do you guys feel like Luca plays better without Porzingis? Mm, it depends because I feel like Porzingis is so hit or miss, though. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes he's going to show up. And then sometimes he's not. And it's kind of like, what are you, what are you going to get him as? On, on the offensive end, at least. But, like, one of the reasons why I don't like this trade for the Mavericks is I feel like even if Porzingis is off offensively, dude is, like, what, 7'2", seven, 7'3"? Seven, like, all he has to do is wall up at the basket, and that's instant defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like – and then you have Tim Hardaway Jr. that's out right now. He's going to come back, though. Luka Doncic, you got Spencer Dinwiddie. But – who do you have inside, really? Yeah, but Porzingis' defense was never really that good anyway. And yeah, plus yeah, the inconsistency yeah. offensively, maybe that's probably why Dallas is like, all right, we need to get somebody in here that's a little more consistent on the off- offensive end. Because, I mean, it, it does feel like it's always, you know, Doncic one night and then, you know, another, the second guy, it's different. It's a different second guy every night with Luka. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying he's like a lockdown defender. I'm just saying at that height, you cause some issues if you want to. So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really – I don't like that trade for either side, honestly. You said you don't like it? No, not 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 at all, actually. What is a trade that you guys would have wanted to see that you didn't see? A lot of teams didn't move and do anything. So what do you – what would you have wanted to see from those teams? Yeah, I definitely wanted to see – the Simmons thing happened with Harden, honestly. But second, I, I thought Westbrook was going to get dealed out for the Lakers and, and see what they were going to do with him. And, and But, I mean, obviously, who, who's going to want Westbrook? Um, I mean, what are you going to trade him back to OKC? They're, they're really the only ones that have cap room and picks. But I don't know. I, I think he's way past being in this league, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, the, the Harden and Simmons one is the one I was looking forward to. Yeah, I was looking forward to that too. I know one player I, I want to see play. I used I miss seeing playing back in the day was John Wall before oh, before yeah. his Achilles tear and all that. I know Houston Houston's not playing him, right? No, uh, he sat out not. like just majority of the whole season. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when's the last I, time I, he even I, played? Two years ago. Like, I feel like, like it's been like crazy. forever. Like he hasn't touched the court. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, but. I just, I just remember he used to be so exciting to watch. Yeah. And I feel like, that. yeah, like, yeah, definitely getting money. But that's the thing about the NBA. I, I thought you couldn't trade, you know, hurt injured players, players, injured players, because I, I, I saw Joe Ingles got traded. He's out for the year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's an interesting part with the NBA that, that, that you could deal these guys who are hurt. Because I know the NFL, that you definitely can't do that. I know you can't trade no ninja player in 2K, so I don't yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no idea. 
Okay. So given these new trades and everything being switched around today, how would you guys, um, what would your predictions look like now for the East and the West? Yeah, I kind of want to go back and look look at what we predicted in the beginning of the season. But I, know, I wish we had that. Right, uh, right in front of us. But uh, I, I definitely think it, the Nets got better easily. So I, I think they're going to be, they're going to start winning some games here, but I know KD's still out. So that's going to be tough. Uh, once he gets back, I think they'll find their way back up to the top. But I know I, I think Philly's really dangerous now, really dangerous to at least give Milwaukee uh, some pressure. But that, that, that's going to be fun. We're going we're gonna to get this Nets and Sixers matchup in a month from now. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But they, I want they, them to match up in playoffs. Me too. That's what I'm hoping for. Back, hey, that back to that injury thing. I was just I have all the trades up right now, and I was looking. So Boston and uh, Orlando traded right. Boston received a future second round pick, and Orlando received Bobo and PJ Dozier, and both of those players are out for the season due to injury. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember in the past seeing like injured players traded like this. Yeah, are they going based off of value at that point? I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea. I'm kind of glad the Bulls didn't make no moves. I, I think it's like a get healthy, play together type thing for them. Yeah, I, I think they're fine. Uh, even, you know, the Ro- we touched on it last time too. DeRozan even said it. Like, they're fine. Once these guys get healthy – I honestly think like they're going to be a problem in the playoffs, uh, especially if Vuk, Vooch can be that reliable third guy. And uh, I mean, it's it just, it, we got a big three, you know, and, and uh, if, if you want, you can kind of say a big four with Lonzo when he comes back in the lineup. But um, yeah, that's the thing that's killing the bulls right now is on the defensive side. And, you know, we're missing two elite defenders. And then obviously with IO being, you know, out the other night too, and we still won, but he, he's been great as a rookie on the defensive end. So, you know, once, once you guys are all healthy and playing together in the playoffs, I think the chemistry, the chemistry is already there and it didn't take any time. Like the chemistry, they all know the role. Zach and, you know, DeRozan are lighting it up together on the same, like it, they're, you know, they're consistent together, which is nice. It's not like one guy goes off. It's kind of like, you know, opposite of what the Celtics have. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you know, it, it's very consistent. One, one gets hot one night and the other gets hot the other night, but uh, the Bulls definitely, I think, got a shot because Levine and DeMar can score whenever they want. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm, I'm so excited for the playoffs. I'm just, like, so excited. I feel like it's going to be one of those, what was it, the year the Raptors won the NBA championship? I feel like, I think it was those playoffs where it was, like, every round was, like, great matchups, like, game six, game seven, and stuff like that. And I feel like it's going to be like that this year because each conference has, like, four teams that really could that really could go all the way yeah yeah truly four to five yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting to see uh nate you said who you wanted to see mike who would you want to see in the playoffs in the playoffs ideally is, ideally like who, who matchups mm-hmm. matchups i know yeah, I mean, nate was saying seven sixers and nets yeah i definitely want to see that one i want to see Miami and Milwaukee again, because I think Miami is a lot better this year than what they were last year. 
that that's that's been a good playoff series the last two years. So um, you know, Miami won the first series. Milwaukee won, you know, last year. So I, I definitely want to see that matchup again because that's starting to become a nice little rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we touched on this trade. I know the Trailblazers, Kings, um, Trailblazers, I'm sorry, uh, connected with the Pelicans, Trailblazers, or Kings connected mm-hmm. with the Pacers. Um, before that trade, do you guys feel like they spoke on Ben Simmons? about acquiring him or not before they I don't know what's going on in Sacramento's head though like honestly they I I thought Halliburton was everybody sell the team untouchable untouchable (laughs) like I I don't know how you get rid of Halliburton 21 years old and he he looked like a better fit for that team than Darren Fox but uh, I love Darren Fox I I think it, it it seems like the Kings are going for it, even though they're bottom of the West. And it, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of a weird move to me because it's just, you know, they went out and got Sabonis and some of the other guys. And it's just like, like, what are you doing? Like, you're not going to make the playoffs most likely. And they're probably not still going to make the uh, playing game with what you got. So I don't know if they're like kind of tanking, but trying at the same time, or unless they're going to flip uh, Sabonis next year. And that's the only thing I could really think. Yeah. That was so stupid. I don't I don't get it. I don't know what's going through their heads either. It's, I was just dumb. Do you guys feel like as far as with the I'm gonna go back to Ben and uh, James real quick. Do you I know the whole saga, as everyone's calling it, that led up to this trade. Are we starting to see a pattern with players now where it's kind of like you, I don't want to say throw an attitude, throw a fit, but essentially throw a fit and you kind of get what you want. Are we seeing that they're, that influence is, you know, kind of mm-hmm. making the trades and everything just a little different based off of their status and who they are? And I mean, as yeah. far as like the Harden and Simmons one, I think both were kind of in the right because with the Brooklyn situation, Kyrie is again available half the time, and you know Harden got his forced his way out of Houston because of what they you know they were just on a you know um, a down downward spiral you know just how bad they were getting and you know with Brooklyn with Katie now out and him having to play more minutes and Kyrie not being available I think he was just like kind of exhausted with the situation with Kyrie and he wants to just be somewhere where he's gonna get a guy every night like Embiid you know. Um, and then with Simmons, we all know what happened last year. The team kind of didn't have his back. And now he's, he's got a fresh start. And I'm happy for both of these guys to get out of the situations they were in um, because it's just the Brooklyn thing with Kyrie. And hopefully this thing gets lifted in New York so that way he can play and he can kind of get back, um, you know, to play in full time and really get together with this team. Because like we saw with the big three, they didn't play much together and without – with only being able to play half the game, it's not going to help. Yeah. The more I look at this trade, the more I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Brooklyn probably really did win this, though. And, hey, Philadelphia is smart, though, because Philadelphia could have sent Ben Simmons for a lot less a long time ago, and they held on to him. And then mm-hmm. the situation came up and they took advantage of that. 
because I know they're trying to get crazy stuff out of teams. And this is definitely the best deal they would have got, probably. You feel like the Nets won that trade? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I would agree with you. Just because, you know, they got the first-round picks. Um, mm-hmm. And they got Seth Curry. You know, just adding another shooter because, you know, Joel Harris hasn't really been in the lineup either. But dude, that, uh, that, that's just going to be deadly with, with Simmons being able to facilitate really to anybody and find an open guy. He, he can, you know, he's always good at driving to the basket. So now he's got a lot of players to kick it out to. Yeah. I hope he really kicks into that and is, you know, not on what he was on in Philadelphia. None of that. Like really can just orchestrate, like you said, facilitate. And yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how he plays. Me too. I really am. After all, after all, like the hate he got pretty much. I want to see. Do you feel like it was worth there. it? Do you feel like Ben standing his ground was worth it for him in the long run? I know he was losing three hundred and fifty thousand dollars each game. So if we're putting that all in. I know they make hella money but putting that on to consideration <laughs> just you know even his reputation now I know some teams probably look at him and Harden in a certain type of way like you you know diva attitude do you feel like that really helped him I think his did career I, in the NBA uh, yeah because I mean he, he's valuable you know teams are going to want him he's a top I don't know I would say top 30 player probably in this league and um yeah I, I just I, I think it, it worked it worked you know, he got his way out. He wasn't happy there. The team didn't have his back. And why would you want to stay somewhere where you're not wanted? Uh, so I, I kind of want to know what what's behind the MB tweet after the trade went down. I don't know if you guys saw the, the picture. Tweet? He just posted a picture. That's all. No caps and no nothing. And I, I wanted to see if you guys knew what that was about. No, I, I, see, I know a lot of people do. Yeah, I want to know the backstory. Oh. picture too. <laughs> I was like, who, who would say it looked like Buster Rhymes for a second? But I was like, no. Nah, yeah. Do you guys feel like Embiid is truly like, like, I'm glad he's gone? Or you feel like he's like, I wish, you know, Ben could have been more of a um, incorporated in the in the team and playing. I'm glad he's gone. I think so. I'm glad he's gone, especially after Ben held out. Maybe if it was like they took the playoff loss last year, whatever, everybody was on his head, okay. But then he came back and he's like, all right, I'm just not, I'm not going to play. Yeah. I think that's where like, there might've been some like respect loss between them, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, who knows? Joel Embiid is, is a funny dude anyway. And he likes to troll people. So <laughs> yeah, that's why it's, his handle is like uh troll Embiid. Yeah. Troll. Uh, troll. But uh, that's going to be interesting too with Harden. Cause obviously with him being out of shape and not really, Mm-hmm. In it this year, Embiid, you know, he he was not happy when Simmons was dogging it and, and not really pushing it. Um, so Harden can't can't do that here either. Otherwise, it's going to be a, we're, we're going to be talking about Harden and trade talks next year. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like Harden is you know is different than Simmons. I feel like Harden is more boisterous. He's not going to sit and do all. I think what Ben did, and you know, he's going to be boisterous about it. Yeah, if it gets to that. Yeah. I just – all I know is when Ben Simmons comes back, if he's not shooting at least 70% <laughs> okay. from the free throw line, shooting a couple shots, attempting a three, you didn't skip the Olympics, you sat out Man. the whole year, you better be putting in some work. That's all I'm saying. Don't come in here 
you got traded for James Harden. Don't come in here, you know, and just suck because that's not that's not gonna work for them. Yeah, I think he knows that. Hopefully, he knows that there is some pressure on him and Harden. As much noise as they've been making these past two weeks, some month, um, Simmons the whole season, they better, you know, live up to it. Hopefully, they do. Yeah, I need Ben Simmons to dunk on Joel and be at least at least attempted. All the disrespect between them, I need him to try something real disrespectful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're at the Nets for that game, correct? Or I want to say Yeah, I want to say. Uh, give me two seconds. I'll pull it up. It's going to be in Philly. So you're definitely going to hear a lot of boos. Yeah, you know, yeah that's going to be a Ben Simmons is definitely going to get it. So, you know, if he gets yeah. fouled and gets to the line too, that's that's going to be – he's going to – it's going to get loud in there. It's definitely going to get loud in there. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how that departure was from the 76ers, from the Sixers. I feel like they were already, you know, somewhat departed, but I wonder how that like kind of was with teammates and GMs and front office. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, like I said, I, I don't like that they had all their, how do I say, like, I don't like when everybody has like differences and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it makes for some good entertainment sometimes. And I think that's what this is going to do. You know, it's the same thing with like, like Patrick Beverly, right? He loves to be hated. And he's that reason, like, he loves to be like a pest. And people hate him for it. But that makes good moments, though. Like Pat Beverly and um, Russell Westbrook. Like, they don't like each other. But when they go against no. each other, it's like, it's like the extra, like, entertainment factor and it's like all right I'm, I'm excited to see this and you obviously yeah. knew Russell Westbrook is probably get yeah. the best of it but it's like this is something that you want to see it makes yeah. it more did you see his tweet oh who's Pat, uh, Pat Beverly's when he was like you guys thought I was just running around trying to chick you like look at him mm-hmm. talking about Russell Westbrook yeah it does make for great entertainment they know what they're doing yeah and I feel like the NBA nowadays is so like like everybody just there's not as much loyalty as it used to be, you know. But I feel like back in the day, since players were in the same places all the time, it created those rivalries where, like, you knew, like, fucking, oh, I said that? I don't know. Nope. Bulls and, uh, <laughs> Bulls and uh, Pistons, right, in the 90s or in the 80s. Yeah. You knew there was oh, hate. Yeah, like, that was... They did not like each other. So you knew every single yeah. game was, like, that extra thing. Or a Lakers-Boston uh, game. They used to be, like, like, those are two big matchups back mm-hmm. in, like, the 80s, before that, uh, 2000, what, like, 7 through 2011 or something like that. Like, even kind of, not as much, but, like, kind of like a Chicago-Miami because every single Bulls fan hated LeBron when he went to Miami. There's just, like, that extra, extra build up there that makes it a little bit more fun to watch. Yeah. Why do you feel like there is – why do you feel like it's different now as far as, like, the loyalty, like you mentioned? What do you feel like – has I mean clearly we're in a whole different 
generation. I feel like yeah, just the whole the whole generation is basketball. Different. But yeah, like even like like basketball, football, even sports aside, like just the whole generation is a lot different than it used to be, and I feel like it's not as much loyalty. So, and plus, these players can afford to do whatever they want to do. Like James Harden picking up a forty-seven million dollar player option. You give me $47 million, I can live the rest of my life. So him being like, I don't want to play here, I'll sit out. Or Ben Simmons saying, oh, you could take $350,000 a game. It doesn't really hurt him, like, as much as it would back in the day when they're not getting paid as much or stuff like that, too. So, and plus know, with sponsorships but, and all that, too. Sponsorships mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you go to a new team, you get picked up by a sponsor, they can add a bonus as soon as you sign mm-hmm. it. You can make up for that money that you lost sitting out. So I think Simmons is going to be fine. And I wonder yeah. if they work anything out with, Brooklyn like any incentives that they you know go deep or go to the finals or something like that too yeah and any any big name players they're gonna have their money regardless Zion signed a 90 million dollar contract with Jordan before he touched the court I played an NBA game and has barely played NBA games so yeah so more so well I guess not in a way not money driven I was gonna say but it's just really like they know their talent they know their skill and they have their Mm -hmm. stature yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I, I like, I like both sides of it though. I think, like, mm-hmm. they know their value, they know their worth. That's cool. Pay them, yeah. yeah. But also, I'm like, the loyalty is like, like I respect Damian Lillard because he stuck it out in Portland, no matter what goes on there. And he sure has kept saying he wants to just stick it out there. Like he said, he'll sink with his ship. So I like, I like both sides of it, but I do feel like the loyalty creates like a bigger rivalry factor. And a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see how this all really comes for circle. Playoffs are going to be very entertaining. Um, with all these trades, non-trades, trades, what would you guys grade them? I just wanna go down your A, your B, or let's just do A and F. What was your like graded A trade, F trade, that was the worst trade that they could have done? me, I think it's easy. I think the A trade, obviously, is, is Brooklyn and Philly. I think that's the best trade. Mm-hmm. And then F, Sacramento, Indiana. <laughs> Sacramento, yeah. Indiana. That's F-A. And then F-B is, I think, Dallas and Washington. Like, I just think both those trades are like, it doesn't make sense to me. More Sacramento, but what do you think? Yeah, I would, I, would probably, I would probably say Brooklyn and Sixers. Get an A, B for me, A or B, either side, um, yeah. probably A to the Nets for sure. But I don't know, A or B for the Sixers, uh, Mavs getting Dinwiddie. I don't know. I just don't think it's a fit. I would probably go C minus. Um, Wizards, I don't know what they're doing with Porzingis, uh, probably a D. Uh, <laughs> um, and, yeah, that I, I got to <laughs> give the F. I got to give the F to, to Sacramento. Uh, you can't give, get rid of Halliburton, who – I mean, he fell to you in that draft, and he, he should have been gone. You got lucky and fall in that spot, and then you get rid of him this early, and I, he's still under control. So I, I don't know. I, I, he's young and he's under contract. I don't know why you would get rid of a, a star like that. Yeah, such a young player. You give an F to the not trading. I was going to say that's yep. my F right there because that was like I feel like that was for me the most anticipated um, trade that I was looking forward to seeing. Um, but yeah, AB, I'm agree with you too, Mikey, on um, 76ers and Nets, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to see 
Very excited. Right. Awesome. That's why the basketball trade deadline is the best. I mean, it, you get is. a bunch of huge names every year, at least one or two that get moved somewhere. And, you know, the second half of the season is just – that's why it's always more fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I know that – did you guys see that they announced the, like, uh, all-star weekend participants, Saturday night participants, the dunk contest, three-point contest, all that? Saw our boys in there for the three-point uh, contest. Very yes. As you should. Yeah, oh, I can't root for him, though. I can't. Why? Obi gets second because Fred Van Fleet. I got this the whole time. Oh, it's your man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Who do you guys think is going to win the dunk contest, though? They got Cole Anthony, uh, Juan Scott, ja? Obi Toppin, and Jalen Green. Oh, Jalen Green. Ooh, I like Jalen Green. I'm going to say Jalen Green. He's been I gotta go. Yeah, I got to go between Jalen and Cole. I don't know which one, but probably Jalen. Dude's bounce is ridiculous. Jaylen. Yeah. Yeah, his vertical is crazy. Definitely Jalen. I hope yeah, so. Oh. How old is he? 20. He just turned 20. Yeah. I just hope that dunk contests can not be boring. Because you saw you've seen <laughs> yeah. it like over recent years. Other than you had the uh, Zach Levine and why is his name? I cannot think of his name right now. Place for the Nuggets now. Oh my god, the crazy dunk contest when they're dunking from the free throw line, jumping over mascots, all that stuff. Oh, they, oh uh, they did the draft already? No, did they? I don't think they did. I, I see right here Team Durant starting five and Team LeBron starting five. Oh, yeah. I thought they finalized that. Did they finalize that and reserves? And the reserves? Reserves, though. I think they have to pick the reserves. I think they still got to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, damn. I mean, Giannis and Curry with LeBron again, though. But Demar, I'm I'm going team team LeBron. Me too. Yeah. Always strictly team for what DeRozan. DeRozan. Yeah. Oh, the draft is going on right now. Oh. Started at five thirty. So okay, I didn't know that. Ooh. See, they they got to do a better job promoting this stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had no idea, honestly. But yeah, it should be a fun. I, I, that's the thing about the NBA. It's a lot better than that. What the NFL puts out there for their damn two in touch Pro Bowl. I turned it off after after what was I saw Darius Leonard get an interception, returned it, and nobody touched him. I was like, all right, this is it. <laughs> I can't. Uh, at least the NBA puts on a good product with with the skills and all that stuff too. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah, I can't. That's it sucks so bad, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not saying try to hurt nobody, but make it look like you're trying to tackle somebody at least. Right. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot, a lot to um keep up with, see how I feel like health is gonna be another thing that we're gonna be looking into now. Now that everyone seems to be settled into their team, so health, um, and to see really what everyone, what they um, bring. Yeah. Let's talk about next week going into week 17. Um, Hopefully yeah, we get to see the, some of these guys play a couple games before next 
our next show. So definitely yes. break that stuff down. Yes. So, yeah. yep. We will see you guys next week then. Um, thank you so much for tuning in the Deep Three Pod, and we'll see you guys later.